This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbaugh. There's this kind of infamous photo of the 2003 NBA draft class. It's got some heavy hitters in it. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony. And they're all lined up, looking their best. But they are swimming in their suits. They all look like they're eight years old and had to borrow their older brother's clothes for picture day. Which is, you know, especially funny if you consider these are big dudes. And yet their trousers are so long, uh, they've got these giant pools of fabric at their feet. Now, if you follow basketball at all, you know NBA fashion has changed. And every game is an opportunity to get a fit off. NPR's Aisha Roscoe spoke with writer Mitchell S. Jackson about his new book, Fly, the Big Book of Basketball Fashion. And they talked about how what these players wore off the court was a direct reflection of the wider culture. This message comes from NPR sponsor Live Right, publishers of Left for Dead, Shipwreck, Treachery, and Survival at the Edge of the World by Eric J. Dolan. The true story of five castaways abandoned on the Falkland Islands during the War of 1812. Available wherever books are sold. This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. They're known for soaring above the court. Twisting and turning before their slam dunks. Effortless passes and alley-oops. Swoosh. You couldn't see it, but I did the little hand signal. Professional basketball players are fly, or they can be. That's also the name of a new coffee table book by Mitchell S. Jackson. Fly, the big book of basketball fashion, argues that the clothing NBA players wear off-court is just as influential as their moves on the court. And Mitchell Jackson joins us now to break down the evolution of fashion and basketball over the years. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I like that. I can imagine that little swoosh, too. You saw that, <laughs> yes. As someone yeah. who never plays basketball, I'm five <laughs> feet tall um, and very unathletic. But this book... <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a coffee table book because like it's big and it has this incredible photo archive of NBA players and all of these iconic looks. Can you describe one of the outfits from the book that you feel really sums up the idea of like NBA fashion and style? Yeah, sure. There's a photo of LeBron on the night that he broke Kareem's scoring record. And uh, I remember watching and seeing him come through the tunnel and he had on a black look like silk suit and he had the lapel pin on he had all his jewelry on he had his shades he had his inseam him just right some black shoe I was like oh homie breaking the record tonight like you can't come down the tunnel looking like this and not break this record tonight and so I think that's really emblematic of the kind of statements that players make Oh wow! I I love the the picture of 
Magic Johnson in the fur coat. Oh, yeah, that's um, iconic. With the hood. <laughs> yeah, going into the, I guess that was the All-Star game. It's a moment, right? Oh, it's no a question. moment. <laughs> yeah, I think it's had some of that same LeBron energy and like, mm-hmm. I know I'm the man. Yeah. And I'm going to show up and, uh, and, and wear a theme that makes me the center of attention. Mm. And of course, one of the biggest sports figures ever was Michael Jordan. Your book is divided up into different eras based on like what was happening in the game and in the world. And one is simply the Jordan era. And that's from 1981 to 1998. And you say about Michael Jordan that he defined style during this time quote, for better or worse. So I, I want to know what, what was the better and, and, and what was the worse? Okay, I'm going to give you two betters. Uh, one better was the bald head. You know, Jordan, if you remember when Jordan first came in the league, he had a kind of a little short afro, very short afro. And then he started, you know, his hairline started receding. And unlike some men who hang <laughs> yeah. on maybe too long, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jordan yeah. went baldy. And I think he gave a lot of other men courage to wear mm-hmm. their hair bald. So I'll, I'll give him, you know, that that was a big style moment. And then I'll say the hoop, mm-hmm. right? The so hoop the, uh, the, the gold hoop. Yeah, a lot of people started wearing gold hoops because of Michael Jordan. And then for the worst, I mean, <laughs> I those suits that that Mike had on with the 17 buttons and the, you know, and hung down to his kneecap, I just I disagree with those. You did, okay. <laughs> but so I, he, I'm his, also not, you know, I'm not uh, his age, so I mean, uh, maybe I'm just not seeing something. But yeah, I, I disagree with the infinity button suits. Okay. They were just too big, too baggy, all the, yeah, the baggy suits. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you didn't feel that. Yeah. But, you know, I think also, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the errors because the Jordan error to me is you can't divorce it from Reaganomics, right? And so... You think about Jordan coming in in 84 and what that meant for the economy to recover. I remember shows like Miami Vice, you know, they were wearing suits everywhere. So it was really lifestyles of the rich and famous. Like it was an era where like the economy was kind of flush with money again and people were being very ostentatious. Well, I mean, we can't mention Jordan without talking about sneakers. And obviously there's a whole sneaker culture that's intertwined with basketball. And you have a top 10 in the book. But but talk about some of the most impactful basketball sneakers of all time. I mean, you really got to take it back to pro kids. I think those were the first sneakers that were sponsoring NBA stars. Then you get to Converse and Chuck Taylors, who, I mean, everybody wore Chucks. I mean, I had Chucks back in the day. And then Jordan. And Nike just took it over, right? We would not have sneaker culture without Michael Jordan and Air Jordans. After the Jordan era, there's the Iverson effect between 1999 and 2009. Allen Iverson, you know, he had the cornrows, the tattoos, you know, and and everything was just so hip-hop. Explain how Iverson changed fashion in basketball. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you mentioned him in in hip-hop because I think Iverson is a reflection of hip-hop culture. And at the same time that he is reaching his apex, hip-hop is is coming into its golden era, right? With Jay-Z and Eminem and and Nelly, you know, people who are selling diamond records and the Fugees. And so uh, it's becoming probably the most uh, popular cultural phenomenon in the States. And those rappers 
and, and artists and even executives are roughly the same age as the players, right? They're coming out of the same neighborhoods. And so Iverson was a, a real reflection of that. And I think he also reflected the ethos of that era because hip hop is kind of brash and we break the rules. We, we, you know, we don't follow other people's rules. And um, I think he really had a lot of, a lot of that in him. Um, and then he he had the good fortune of being a phenomenal generational talent. And but then there was this this backlash, right? Like w- what you call the dress code era, and this was a, a reaction to, I guess, like the the, the big fight uh, that happened at the uh, one uh, at a basketball game. I guess malice at the palace. But it you know it also seemed like a, a reaction to Allen Iverson and and to the hip hop <laughs> infusion. And obviously you can't really talk about that without bringing up race. These are mostly black players and they're being told to wear business casual. Like how, how did the players react? <laughs> well, at first they pushed back. Iverson was an ardent critic of it. It seems on the surface at least very racially motivated. You can't divorce hip hop from race and class. And so yeah, they pushed back. Some people was taking the fines early on. But eventually, uh, people started wearing suits. Um, and I think uh, one of the big stars at the time was Kobe Bryant, and he really embraced suits. For, there was a while when, when Kobe was wearing all Tom Ford suits and really, really impeccable tailoring. I really um, admired his shift to that. But yeah, and then, you know, the younger guys came in, being now the elder statesmen, LeBron, D. Wade, Chris Paul. Uh, and by the time they got in there and started wearing the suits, they started loosening up a little bit. I feel like with Instagram, now we're like in a super, very fashion forward moment for basketball players. You interview PJ Tucker and he plays for the 76ers. And PJ said that this current era is the most fashionable in league history. So do you agree with that? I do. I think they value it more than any era in league history. I think there might be some players who value their fashion as much as they value basketball. I also think they know more about it and they have more professionals around it. I think the league is supporting it even more and the opportunities are there, right? For for them to be brand ambassadors, for them to have their own brand. So that is unprecedented in the league. Um, speaking of PJ, I just saw him on the cover of Slam and, and I think the cover line was uh, the NBA's undisputed sneaker king or something like that. And, and PJ's a star. He's a starter in the NBA, but I don't think most people would say that he's a an all-league guy, right? So the fact that PJ is covering Slam for his sneaker collection, I think, speaks to where we are in, in NBA fashion, right? That someone who's not necessarily a huge star on the court can be a huge star off the court. That's Mitchell S. Jackson talking about Fly, the big book of basketball fashion. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. I had a great chat. What does it mean to be Black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as Black experiences, you'll hear, it means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. 
Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR.